Welcome back, everybody, to another lovely episode of Careful Boys. We have with us today a special guest. His name is Kevin Kwan. Hey! hey. Bart's brother. Bart's brother. Bart's brother. Little brother. There it is. Bart's nephew. So Kevin Kwan, we're in an interesting situation here. So Bart was supposed to be here, and he was kind of going to be the person to sort of like the middleman liaise on this and go. Yeah. This is Kevin Kwan. He's my real estate agent, right? Was until he moved out to Vegas, uh, which I helped until him the out there until too. the great betrayal. I think. <laughs> so I uh, mainly Bart was going to be here to kind of give us a background on like, yeah, Kevin's this guy. He's really cool. Blah blah. Instead, we know none of that, <laughs> and we are now cold meeting you awesome. yeah. as we started rolling, which is a really interesting thing and something we don't get to do very often. Cool. Yeah, so, um, hi. <laughs> I'm Anthony. I'm Go ahead. What do, you, what do you, who cares about you? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, as you guys probably know, maybe Barry gave a little bit of an introduction. I've been in the real estate business for 17 years. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So it helps Bar and Gio with their first house here, uh, Monterey Park, then they moved. Did they tell you it was going to be their forever home? They did. Every single Fucking time. liars. They say forever home. Everybody says that though, huh? It's hard to trust them now, huh? Yeah. Great betrayal. Great betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a couple ways why Bart is your worst client? <laughs> uh, he, he, they do change their minds quite often. Oh. <laughs> you think that's common in like this game? You know, he changes it, but he's very definitive. Both of them are very definitive on what they want, though. Uh, but I think it's very common in in, uh, in the real estate world yeah. with a lot of buyers. What was, was like the most annoying thing that they changed? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, the first one was pretty easy, to be honest with you. They knew they were going to move into that community, and there's one unit there, and they got that unit. Uh, oh. Second time around, because they didn't have to really find a place real quickly, because the, the the first time around, they were living in downtown LA, so they had only so so many days or months left on their lease before they had to leave. Uh, the second time around, it was much slower, just because they were patiently looking for the forever home, right? Yeah. Was that the Glendora uh, one? That was the Glendora one. Yeah. So I mean, we kind of went back and forth. We went looking at old houses so they could remodel. We looked at old houses that were remodeled. But ultimately, their style is brand new homes, oh. as you can see with every house that they've picked so far. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brand new forever homes. How did Bart find you? Did he just like see your name and said, "That's almost me"? I'm his little brother. <laughs> we gotta edit that one out. Make sure the story's clean. Did Bart find you? Did he just like see your name and said, "That's I'm, I'm his little brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if you guys know Mitchell E. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's so the godfather of Monterey Park. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. godfather of the show. Uh, used to be mayor of uh, Monterey Park. Mm -hmm. um, I was heavily involved with uh, our real estate association, and he did a lot of the financing for the properties that the uh, association had. Um, so I got in really close with him, and then. One day he reached out to me, he said, hey, look, I know these YouTubers that are looking for a house. When you heard YouTubers, were you like, ooh, I'm gonna make money off these fools, these idiots? <laughs> no, I had no idea, to be honest with you, who Bart and Gio were at that time, so I kind of like Googled them, and I was like, oh, I mean, okay, if it works, it works, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we met, clicked, it was cool, got them into a house here pretty quickly, and here we are. Nice. That was like, I think 2015, maybe 16. So it's 
been some time. So we were talking about uh, real estate before you showed up, and yeah. you know, we just want to keep it real with you out of respect. Sure. Brother to brother, you know? Asian brother to brother, you're, you're cool too. Salve, uh, <laughs> guy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, unlike Bart and Gio and stuff, like, we, we're not quite the uh, demo that, like, buys, like, 12 houses a year and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're actually in the demo of, like, we made rent this month, you know what I'm saying? Waiting for that one. Living yeah. at my mom's house. <laughs> yeah, did you get the lotto ticket? Uh, but uh, that being said, our questions, our endeavors towards real estate might be like, you know, not as deep in the professional realm. Yeah. Um, but we we are curious about some stuff you don't mind. Fire away. Yes. Fire away. Uh, just a couple curious things. Like, well, well, also, like, what is like your uh, field of specialty? Uh, and that might be a very ignorant question, but in real estate, like, what is it that you're like? I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been doing this for 17 years. Residential real estate is my my specialty. I will venture out. I got a couple of investors that do either like multifamily retail centers, but I tend to shy shy away from that like heavily like just doing strictly commercial so mm -hmm. residential buy and sell has always been my primary all right so i'm asking just like kind of basic like let's say you're trying to get into like real estate what do some of the numbers look like like how much you know do you stand to make flipping houses on average how much is like the average real estate person who's like you know, going in real, and, and I'm sure- Like to sell is, real estate, like as a real estate agent? Like, um, I'm indirectly like, hey, how much you make, man? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to- you But know, like not really so, saying- Respect, you know, yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I believe this year so far, year to day, we're at like 32 homes that we've sold. Our average sales price is just about a million. So you can calculate some numbers from there. You see, I'm kind of no. dumb on yeah. a lot of this. <laughs> Hell, my math not my strong the, suit. Oh, like, <laughs> We're just idiots. Like $32,000? <laughs> <laughs> We're just dumb fuckers. <laughs> depending on the deal, 2 to 3% is typically what our take home. Our average commission is about 20000 wow. per, per transaction. Wow. Yeah. That's right. And when you say R, how many people are in your company? Uh, in my company, so I built a team. Uh, I have two sectors. I have my real estate office, which we have real estate agents doing their own thing. I have a partner now uh, at the real estate office because I've just always felt like the sales side is funner. Uh, managing agents and managing people is not as fun. Yeah, managing people is not So just on my team alone, we have three, uh, including myself. So I, I run a really small tight ship. I'm not into looking to build like these massive teams that you see out there where there's like 40, 50 agents. I might as well just mm. go back to running a brokerage at that point. So really all I have is three people. I have a operations manager. I have a outside sales agent. I have myself. And then we have two other admins. Uh, one is a virtual assistant overseas that does all my marketing stuff. And the other one is what we call a transaction coordinator. So they take care of all the paperwork uh, for every transaction. Yeah. That's solid. You just said marketing overseas as in like, there's uh, you get enough customers and clients from overseas that are? Uh, no, so they handle like all of our print marketing. They do uh, a lot of our social media. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, 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 I understand, I understand, I understand. But they just happen to be overseas. Yeah, they happen to be overseas. Ah, I see, yeah. I see. You ever had to fire uh, agent because he was too much of a loose cannon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't follow the books. Had, like, he doesn't follow the rules, but he makes tons of sales. I had an old, old school agent. Uh, this was probably like good 10 years ago. I mean, he was a killer way back in the day before mm. I really knew him. Uh, but he was just doing 
Just crazy. grabbing ass too much, huh? Yeah, yeah. One of those guys. It's more Spain. <laughs> <laughs> see, now, now I'm starting to see how Bart's are people. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you like, um, after with all your experience now on home sales and stuff, can you almost like, uh, almost profile a demographic of people where you're like, this is kind of like a dumb first home buyer, and we're gonna make hella money off this one. <laughs> no, <laughs> you just yeah. totally steal. Definitely come from an educational approach. Because I so, can come back at you in the future, huh? If you like. Yeah, because I mean, one, I, I I'm not gonna try to sell something that somebody doesn't want. That's just not my my style. Oh. Um. I, when I see that they really like a property, then that's when I'll probably be a lot more aggressive. Mm. Uh, but is there somebody that's going to be like easy picking? I mean, there's certain personalities throughout that that you can kind of pinpoint. But I, I I'm a firm believer you can't sell somebody that they, something that they don't. Okay. Like. What if? But if there is something blatantly obvious that I would, I mean, I don't want somebody to buy something and then regret it. As well, too. So I'm definitely going to point out the obvious. Just because sometimes people do just get very hyped up. Yeah, emotional, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my God, this is this is it. And I'd be like, well, there's that right there. Are you okay with that? And You don't ever go like, hey, man, calm down. <laughs> and then you got to make more wise decisions because you're too hype right now. You ever uh, definitely. I mean, there you um, always, always got to point out, for me at least, you're pointing out the pros and the cons with any house. Right. Like if, if you knew a house was pretty crappy, mm -hmm. but the dude loves it. And he's like, I like this moldy smell. In <laughs> I love the asbestos. Yeah, I, mean, I like that there's missing a door and it's slanted. And he's kind of being a dick to you. And he's like, I want it now, Kevin, now, man. Buy me this house. I mean, that hasn't happened to me because once you kind of rationale with some people, they're like, okay, this this makes right. sense, you're right. Because like, my job is also to kind of talk sense into Of course. Purchases. I mean, like, and it, it really comes down to preference. There are certain things that I will love that certain people hate and vice versa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's video is brought to you by Warby Parker. All right, I look kind of smart because I have these glasses on, right? But the cool thing about Warby Parker is I went on their website and I can try five glasses for free. They have a try-on home kit. You could go ahead and pick all the five that you want to see. And I got these five right here. They're pretty cool. I got the smart guys. They're not actually called the smart guys. This is actually called the Felix. This is called the Felix but it makes me feel like a smart guy when I put it on. But I also got some cool guys. This one's called the Rylan. And for me, I wanted to do the try on home kit because I wanted to put it on first, see myself in the mirror, see if it works out, see if it fits the bridge of my nose, the profile and all that stuff. Ask my friends and family, hey, what do you think? And then I can commit to the purchase. If I don't want to do that, I can send it right back. So Warby Parker offers everything you need for happier eyes. Eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. And you can shop with them online or in stores. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. So try Warby Parker's free home try-on program, which I did with these five glasses. So order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free. There's no obligation to buy, it ships for free, and it includes a prepaid shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash off the record. Like there's a freeway right behind it. We, we literally just mm. sold a house like a few weeks ago to somebody that bought a property uh, where the freeway is literally behind, I mean like. So it's loud as fuck. It's loud, Damn. but are you guys okay with it? Like, 
we live close to the freeway now, so it's it's no problem. For me, I'd probably say no. That's not something that I would buy. That sound would help me fall asleep, actually. <laughs> the white noise. The white noise. The call box is on your yeah, wall. Think about the way you sing, bro. <laughs> exactly. No one can hear it. Even better. What's a uh, has there ever been a house that you gave up on? You're like, I can't sell this thing. It's been two years. Like, there's a murder in it. Oh, yeah. No. Or have you ever you sold a house where a murder house? was in there? No, I've been in houses where there's definitely been suicide or there's been a murder inside. I mean, they don't feel That's right. when you send the loose camera. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You said, you said they don't feel right? Yeah, wait. you can definitely feel what? the bad energy. A haunted house? Uh, Does that mean you sell it at a discount or you walk away? You can probably get it at you a discount. You include Sage with the purchase. Exactly. Oh, yeah, and a priest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so have you ever done that? Like uh, haunted houses or whatever? Like, <laughs> Do you get that question? Like, a lot? Well, you hear about it. No, no. <laughs> No, really? no, no, you don't think no, you think no, he gets no. these dumb questions? You don't get haunted houses questions. Because no. you know how people there's always rumors about certain houses where people died in, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. do you ever get to where you're in the position where you have to like sell this, or you're just like you just forget about it? So I mean, most traditional Asians are that's like the number one question every single time. Mm. Anybody die inside this house? There is a disclosure form that a seller does have to fill out. And the question on there is going to state, has anybody uh, passed away on the property, or has anybody died on the property in the past three years? It's like the literal word for Are the Asians asking because they're scared, or are they asking because they want a discount? Uh, it could probably be a little bit both. <laughs> <laughs> Most Asian people are probably asking that question because it's just mm. one of their beliefs, yeah. you know? Um, I wouldn't, because if somebody did, then they're not buying the house. Um, but... Do people want the discount? There are probably some people that Oh, I don't would care. love that yeah. discount. Right. Really? Okay. You would take a haunted house? down here? No. I, I gotta find another one. <laughs> you sold a house and then yeah. they came back like, yo, you sold me a haunted house? No, I haven't had that happen before. Knock they on wood. proof? Knock on wood. What happens in the situation where um, a seller goes, I want Kevin Kwan to sell my house. Mm -hmm. And then another realtor just comes snaking from the back and goes, you should go with me. Don't go with Kevin. That shit happen? I'll get yeah. you. He sells haunted houses. Dude, <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Or can you do anything? So, I mean, we have contracts, right? So if like a seller hires me to sell their property, I am locked in or they are locked in that contract with me for whatever that duration period. So basically mm -hmm. up until a contract signing is all. They People exactly. can shop around Correct. and stuff. So I mean, you can okay. go interview like two or yeah. three agents. I can't do anything about that. But when you sign that you know piece of paper that basically says you're hiring me to represent you to sell the property. I mean, there is another thing for us real estate agents. We have what we call a code of ethics. So if another property is listed with another agent, I can't go knock on that door and be like, your agent sucks. Use oh, me, you, you know can't. what I mean? But, I mean, obviously not you, but, you know, I, I gotta I gotta ask, like, what's some of the shadiest shit that a real estate agent... Oh, I mean, there, there's so many right now. There are, I mean, yeah, because everybody thinks you can make money doing yeah, this. Everybody's a, yeah, everybody's a real estate I think <laughs> the joke in California is, like, one out of every six people have a real estate license, which is probably true. I think it's, like, nine out of ten Laker girls is a real estate <laughs> <laughs> And personal trainers, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... What was the question again? <laughs> I was just asking. I got, I, got, I got lost on the Laker girl part. Yeah. <laughs> what's just like the shadiest shit that might go down in real estate or a real estate agent? Or or, or even like what should somebody like watch out like, for? Like what are you warning us about? Yeah, I mean like I, I personally believe, especially for all you guys that haven't bought houses, I personally believe in fair representation. I think if there's one rule that you could get rid of in the state of California because they allow it, some states do not, is I personally believe that that 
an agent representing the seller should not also represent the buyer in a mm. transaction. And my correlation to it always is if you were to ever get into a lawsuit, like let's say, you know, you're going to sue me, you don't want to hire the attorney I'm hiring because you're going to talk to them about confidential things that yeah. you don't want maybe the other side to know. Yeah, yeah. So mm. that's like my biggest thing is, you know, having that like separation. But in terms of like shady stuff, I mean, there's definitely been times where I feel like, I mean, I haven't really presented, well, there was one where we got into a situation where literally we showed the property and the agent was there, a guy on my team was there. And once when that happens, that typically is going to cover like you were what we call procuring cause to sell, sell a house. The client had called the agent before and what ended up happening was the guy kind of remembered and said, hey, look, like, you know, I know you saw the property yesterday. If you go with me, I'll make sure you get the deal done. Right. So then I was like, well, one that should be like off off grounds. Like when you know that an agent has brought a buyer to a property, like you don't you don't step over anybody's toes. Mm. Uh, but he did put the deal together. He ended up losing the case afterwards because I decided to say, hey, look, I have all the evidence over here. It's like, nice. what do you want to do? So is that shady? Yeah, I would probably say that's shady. Um, plus, I, I, I firmly believe there's been situations where a seller doesn't receive all the offers that that oh. they could have gotten uh, that makes sense actually. right well because then they might have another offer that they were representing a oh, buyer you get what i'm yeah, saying because yeah, yeah, you yeah. look there are certain certain times when we submit offers and you're like dude we came in super strong even during all this crazy market or even before all of that and it just doesn't feel right but sometimes it just happens and then you look at the deal because we could see who represents who after the sale closes mm -hmm. and it's like that agent ended up double ending and you're like okay that's that doesn't make sense. Wow. And it was at a price lower than what we had submitted. So Shady, did yeah. the seller even see that? And that's why it goes back to my whole, that's sad. I think that's why you should have fair oh, representation. Dang. How often so do you feel like that's happening? Like, I mean, it's a very small percentage. And like, I think within the agent, agent community, um, you kind of know who the bad apples are. Wow. You know what I mean? Consumers uh, may not see it because they don't, they don't know too much about Any it. first and last names you got for us out here? Yeah. That I can't do, so unfortunately. <laughs> See, that was a fourth wall mode. <laughs> do you personally enjoy watching shows like Selling Sunset? No, not That's like boring to you, huh? Yeah, I mean, I just literally try to fast forward just to the property. To the I sale? The property, yeah, <laughs> Close the, the deal, man. Sick, but majority of them are all just built for the drama now. So Ken, Ken had a question about property. Oh, yeah. yeah. You ever watched this one uh, website called propertysex.com? <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I gotta say it very clearly. No, we were just talking about it earlier. How, like, have you ever gotten a situation where, like, someone's trying to get a deal by, like, sleeping with you? Oh, <laughs> That's a I'm not, good one. I'm not, I, apparently, I'm not good looking enough because that hasn't happened to me. Or maybe your deal is just already so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's nine in every ten Laker yeah. girls. She's like, why seduce him? <laughs> getting a steal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you're just thing. asking if he watches just, just watch it. Like because, you know, because, like, if you're in a certain field, like, don't you have, like, certain kinks or whatever, like, towards a certain, like, 
genre. <laughs> Kevin, do you? Is that too close to home? That has not crossed my mind. Yeah. Now it has. Till we tonight. Were yeah. Is the sound of a pen on a dotted line just... <laughs> oh, I love the deal, dude. <laughs> That's gotta be a hot moment though, right? Like, like selling a house and it's like that last signature. Oh, That's gotta boom. be kind of like, you know. Turns you it's on, like, right, Cam? Boom. It's an addictive well, feeling. A lot, a lot of it's done electronically now, so it's So the DocuSign. Is he in the unread time. email pop-up? Oh, it went through. <laughs> what was the very first house you sold? My parents' house. Yeah. You sold it to your parents? No, no, I sold it. <laughs> yeah, they were, I mean, they be, they're like the typical Asians. They believed in feng shui and... They said oh. this property was gonna give them like bad fortune. It like it the time had circulated to the point where it wasn't gonna be good for them and they're like, we need wow. to sell it. So does that mean you didn't sell it to other Asians? Actually, you know what? The funny thing is, is that property, the person that we sold it to, they just put that property onto the market and it's like pending right now. Yeah. Dude, is that an actual, like, smart angle to take as a realtor? Be like, Kevin Kwan, feng shui specialist. <laughs> you can. I mean, like, some people believe, like, heavily. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Sounds so, good, right? Uh, yeah. You could use that to your advantage sometimes. Like, somebody's trying to buy a house, and you're like, uh, I want to sell the other one, but the feng shui on this one's not very yeah. good right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my mom. <laughs> Do you actually know a lot about feng shui? I know, like, the basics. Um... No, I'm not like a feng shui master. Hey, with your look, you could be a feng shui master. You could, you could pivot if you wanted. I literally have no idea what feng shui is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like you could tell him you're a master right now. He'd be like, oh shit, he. Dude, I know it's a master. crazy. The, the whole thing. It's like a. It's like a. What is it called? A pseudoscience. Mm. Where like it's not proven, but there's this whole like thing to. Wait, it did you like, just call right. feng shui pseudoscience? Uh, yes. Oh my god, you just lost your Asian card. <laughs> well, I don't believe in it necessarily, but my parents believe in it and they were like they're super like heavy into it. Like certain things gotta face a certain way, the door width has to be a certain like thing. Yeah. If it's off by an inch, then it's bad luck or whatever. You seem to know a lot about this pseudo. Yeah, yeah, but there's nothing you can do to prove it. You but pagan. Well, you know what there yeah. is? Because there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities between like you know when, when you think of golden ratio and geometric things that make sense, there it kind of crosses over a little bit in some ways. Dude, there's some yeah, truth yeah. to it. You can't call it a pseudoscience. It's not <laughs> He's so hurt by Well, it's only it's but pseudoscience doesn't mean it's fake. It's just not proven with regular science. It means it's so real, why prove it? <laughs> <laughs> why test it, dude? <laughs>